Hello and welcome back to the second edition of the March Madness Preview brought to you by DHS Press. We're excited to be here and can't wait to get to it. I'm joined by my partner Wyatt Krieger. It's the second edition, Wyatt. We did this last year, previewing the March Madness, the craziness in March of the NCAA tournament. For this podcast, we're going to cover each region, highlighting hot matchups and possible upsets. You're going to want to stick around for the end when Wyatt and I reveal who we have coming out of each region to the Final Four and who we think will cut down the nets. First off, I want to talk about the way they announced. I want to talk about the selection show. Kevin, first and foremost, I want to say great intro yeah, to you. Thank you. Well said. Uh, we were just a, we were just some young pups when we were last doing our March Absolutely. Madness show. Absolutely, it was our first thing together. And, and then and look, look at us we've, now. Yeah. Look at us now. Look how look far us. we've come. Doing the exact same thing yeah. a year later. Yep. How about <laughs> All right. Come nowhere. The selection show was awful. They took something everyone loves and they ruined it. That's simple in the yeah. simplest terms. Yeah. But really what we We'll break it down. Sense. Let's break it down by... Let's break it down a little bit because they announced the teams and first off, they announced each team that won their conference like we couldn't like we couldn't find that on the internet already exactly. like that wasn't there like you're just reading off names that are readily available on the internet mm-hmm. secondly they did the at large bids by by in alphabetical order they announced them in alphabetical order and you were stuck thinking did that team make it did that team make it and it was just it was confusing give me announce it by region announce the brackets by region and then you know who's in who's out just do what they've always done put the bracket up East region, one seed, boom, show them, show the team sitting mm-hmm. in their sitting in their locker room or in their gym or whatever. Give me give that delayed a, reaction. Have, give them a delayed reaction. Give me the delayed reaction. Let them clap it out. Yeah. Let them clap it out. Then, then we go we go from there. There's all the suspense is ruined, and I understand why because last year, remember if the, remember the whole brackets were being released early. Yeah, local, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. TBS, the, so the selection show got moved to TBS yeah. this year, and now what I think. The reason they did that was because they made sure the brackets weren't going to leak, and then they just pretty much just sat on them for mm-hmm. the whole show. Mm-hmm. And they just wanted to be like, oh, build the suspense, bring more viewers to TBS, yeah. have more people have that channel, whatever. It's stupid. They better not do that again. But Well, I mean, with any new thing, it's going to be it's gonna be hard to do. I mean, I think everyone knew who was doing the show. Every, everyone, every host knew that it was a bad, it was a bad show. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's going to happen again. Sure. Let's dive into it. Let's head to the South Region, where Virginia is the number one seed, and they're number one seed in the tournament. But they don't have any easy road. Probably one of, probably the second hardest region. One of the toughest, yeah. yeah. One of the toughest regions by far in this uh, whole thing. This, ba- this bracket, this region includes a second-rate defense in the country in Cincinnati, along with DeAndre and company. Yeah. With Arizona, time. number four, an explosive group, and I feel like they could win this if they won that tournament it'd be sticking it to the NCAA. Oh, yeah. And what UVA, UVA's always been a team that's fallen early in, early in the tournament, even despite yeah. having great regular seasons. But I'll be honest, I really think this is their year because just how tough they are to play. And they've lost two games all year. Two games. Two games. One to Virginia Tech. Two games, they've lost. It was, that was a close game to Virginia Tech. Yeah. They couldn't hit anything that game. I remember that. Yeah. They couldn't hit anything. And it's just, if they... Go cold. Their defense makes up for that, which a lot of teams don't have. Absolutely, which, which should prove for a great matchup if they do face Cincinnati, the second-ranked defense behind Virginia. If they do face Cincinnati, that would be some matchup, and it would come in the Elite mm-hmm. Eight, obviously in the in the regional championship. And then you wonder with Cincinnati, they have a really easy path to that 
Final Destination. Yeah, they do. And Cincinnati is a team that come, is coming from the Atlantic 10 Conference, or, mm-hmm. or I think it's the, Ameri- the American or Atlantic Cincinnati's 10. not coming from the A-10. Yeah, it, it's the American. It's American, the American, yeah, American yeah. Conference. See, they're going to have to play Nevada or Texas in the second round, and then it's going to be these six or three seeds in Tennessee and Miami, which I don't like at all. Mm-hmm. Those teams, that's what I do want to say. I can see those teams being upset in the first round. Yeah. I really don't trust... Uh, Tennessee, the way they played against Kentucky in the SEC championship, did not look good. And then Miami is also inconsistent, but mm-hmm. they're they're talented as well. What the matchup to look for? I feel like it's going to get messed up because Davidson or Buffalo, but could, Kentucky versus Arizona could be a fantastic. That game. would be a great game. Fantastic two, game. two teams. Kentucky's a blue blood. I mean, they're obviously going to they're going to make a run every year. And they, and, and but they're, they're going to run into a big task yeah. in Arizona. Arizona I mean. is very good. They're the probably the most talented team in college basketball. It's just whether they can put it all together. DeAndre Ayton, if you watched him in the Pac-12 championship, Kevin, it was a man, child. a child. It was a man amongst boys. It was just a man dominating. And Purdue has a similar thing, right? Purdue With, has uh, a similar Michael big Porter man. Jr. Purdue has a sim- is it Michael Porter That's, Jr.? Okay, now hold on. Is that you got that mixed up real Oops. bad. Purdue has a se- big seven-footer. Isaac Haas. It's not Caleb Swanigan. <laughs> no, Caleb, Caleb Swanigan. Yeah. That's another long-term, long-time yeah. college basketball player. Yeah. Missouri, on the other hand, we'll get to that one. We'll talk. We'll, yeah. we'll get into Missouri when we get in the West region. But okay, so who's your pick to win the uh, that South region, Kevin? My pick to win the South region. What? Is Arizona? Arizona. I mean, it was. I was foreshadowing earlier. I like. I think you like DeAndre and mm-hmm. and Arizona too, but. My pick is a little bit because I want Arizona to stick it to the NCAA. A that would bit. be crazy. And that, wouldn't that be With fun? all the allegations coming all the out, allegations. all the Sean Miller. I'm on Sean Miller's team. Sean Miller is just facing I'm the fire. I'm on Sean Miller's and team. And then Sean Miller just comes out and wins the title. With maybe a player that shouldn't be there because of... <laughs> yeah, because of, exactly. But that's that would a, just be awesome. Another discussion. I think Virginia's going to take it. I really think Virginia's going to take it. I think they'd have the defense. They have the shooting. Okay. I think they'll okay. stay. I think they'll stay consistent. In the reason in the I'm not going with Virginia is because of their past. Mm-hmm. Is because of Tony Bennett's inability to finish in the NCAA tournament. History repeats itself. History repeats itself if you don't learn from it. And I'm sorry, Virginia. You guys didn't learn from it. What is your upset special, Wyatt? Upsets I see in that game. Okay, I'm gonna go with Loyola Chicago. Oh, God, this over this Miami. Is perfect. This is perfect. <laughs> go ahead. I love Loyola Chicago. I watched. I watched them. I watched them in their conference. In their conference uh, tournament, it was on ESPN two, ESPN two or three, late night game, and they just played with such a such a tenacity mm-hmm. on defense, and they were just getting after it. And I really like the team coming into there. And Loyola Chicago, I really think they can beat Miami. And another one is Wright State. Wright State against Tennessee. Okay. Tennessee looked very bad against Kentucky in the in the. Uh, SEC championship in the tournament, but yeah, I see Wright State possibly pulling off with an upset. Why? That's perfect because I feel like a lot of people watch that um, conference championship game with Loyola Chicago, mm-hmm. and in the NCAA tournament, there's always that pre-NCAA tournament dark horse prediction that everyone picks to make a run, but ends up losing the first round. And Wyatt, you have fallen in to the well, dark horse. Pre- no, 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 no. I want, let me finish. It's Loyola Chicago. This Loyola it's Loyola Chicago. Chicago. Everyone up to I've talked to is like, yeah, Loyola Chicago. They're the they're the they're the team to to pick to go to the Elite Eight or the Final Four. Listen, Wyatt. Let me tell you the truth. There's Loyola one. Chicago mm-hmm. beat Bradley University, who's not even in the NIT by a mere two in their conference tournament, which was very recent. I feel like Skip Bayless right now. It's March. <laughs> it's March. Anything can happen. I I agree, but 
Another one of these teams. I'm picking Miami. I'm going to pick Miami as an upset for that game because everyone has picked Loyola Chicago. And they're becoming a favorite. If you call me a a homer for Loyola Chicago, then just (laughs) say me as the right state guy Mm because I'm a a huge right state fan. And also New Mexico State in the Midwest, we'll get to that, but that is a huge... Huge upset. We're spending too much time on the South region. Who's your favorite player in the South region? I hope is it DeAndre. 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 All right, we can agree on that. Let's head to the Midwest. I'd say this is the best region in the tournament. Three teams in this region. Yeah. I think have a shot at the title: Kansas, Duke, and Michigan State. Michigan, Michigan State, and Duke. We're doing Midwest. We'll try to. Yeah, we're doing Midwest. Midwest. We'll try to hang around and try to knock off number one Kansas. Michigan State. Michigan State, I think, is the most talented team. In the whole tournament, Kevin. I mean, they've got two lottery picks. I mean, it's going to be them or Duke is the most talented team. It's them. And you got Miles Bridges, who's a just a beast in the paint. And, and he was good last year too. We knew he was a standout last yeah, year. Yeah, so. and he stayed surprisingly. Yeah, yeah. And then, same by the same token, Duke's in that region with them. And yeah. Then, and then they also have Jaron Jackson Jr., who's burst on the scene as a freshman, who's also very good. And I think Michigan is Michigan State is my favorite. Let's say that first. Michigan State is my favorite to win. The uh, win the Midwest region, Kevin. But for possible matchups, I really like Rhode Island versus Duke in the second round. Mm-hmm. Rhode Island's a very well coached team. Duke really lacks that defensive edge that, and Coach K has always had that issue: the defensive, just not being able to play defense. And he's really sticking yeah. to a two-three zone. He is. And I think he thinks he's Syracuse, Kevin, because against UNC, UNC was just tearing it up, and he just did not was refusing to change. So. I don't see him changing from the zone in the tournament, and I just think that's going to be an issue for them. I just could see Rhode Island beating them in the second round. Well, I'm looking at the round of 64 for my hot matchup, and that's Rhode Island versus Oklahoma. Oklahoma, a lot of scrutiny coming into the tournament. I think the TV ratings have a lot to do have a lot to do with their admittance mm-hmm. into the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhode Island finished first in their A10 conference in the regular season. And Oklahoma had an excellent first half of the season. And Trey Young's one of the most exciting players to watch in college basketball. Mm-hmm. And that's a game that I think will be very close, very high scoring. And those two teams can go at it. They can. And the problem with Oklahoma I have is Oklahoma really, they were playing well in the beginning of the year. They were getting yeah. good wins. And But if you look at their body of work, they're a, they're a bubble team, but if you look at the way they finished that season, they are not a tournament team. They lost 13 of 15 games to end the season. I mean, just when you look at that, I think the committee has to go. They've what six, team has is going to make yeah. the best run? And then that was there were probably some better options there at Notre Dame and or Oklahoma yeah. State. Well, and and do they take? Well, you think about that. Do they take into account a teams that can make a run? Because if we're doing that, Notre Dame is definitely a prime candidate with Bonzi Colson yes, coming back from injury. And you saw that against Virginia Tech. They had a 21-point comeback. Mm-hmm. I mean, a little bit because of Bonzi. He had a couple lucky shots. But they're a team I'd rather see in the tournament than Oklahoma. But, again, I think TV ratings have something to do with it. Wyatt, who's your upset special in the West region? Midwest. Midwest. Uh, New Mexico State over Clemson. Clemson is a beaten-down team. Um, this is another one I've seen a lot of people have, so it's kind of making me not want to pick it. Yeah. But, but I really like New Mexico State. I, you look at their scores over the last – few games they just were blowing teams out by 20 points 20 points 20 points they were they're dominant um i think clemson's hurt they've they have a key injury to one of their best players dante graham yeah and 
I, th- I don't I don't think Clemson is going to be ready for what New Mexico State has for them. Well, my confidence is not in New Mexico State. It's my lack of confidence in Clemson. Uh, Clemson's shown time and time again they're a pushover in conference play, uh, and they can't win games against ranked opponents in their conference. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating. They win, they win the games they are supposed to win, I'll say. Yeah. But when it comes to a tough big game in their conference, they can't win it. And they were ranked in the top 25 for they a bit. Were. And I think it's just because they won the games they're supposed to win. Yeah. And, Kevin, I will say another upset I have in that same in that same part of the bracket is um, Charleston over Auburn. It's crazy as that sounds. I just really think Auburn, I don't know much about Auburn, Auburn has another injury to one of their – one of their best players. He got, he's out for the year. Charleston, I know nothing about. I just, I just really. It's more of a lack of. Again, like you said, with New Mexico State, it's more of a lack yeah. of trust in Auburn. Yeah. I don't trust those SEC basketball teams. They really were just sure, did not look course. good. You know, not, they not look good all year. The SEC had nine teams admitted into the tournament this year, mm-hmm. more than the ACC. Or was it was? I yeah, think it was the most of the, the most, most of the, which is unbelievable. You don't think of the SEC as a as a. As a uh, basketball conference, and I don't think it should be looked at that way, Kevin, because a lot of them they don't have they don't have a one seed. When you have nine teams, and then a lot of them are sitting in that middle area of those of those nine seeds, and a lot of them are playing a lot worse now than they were at the end of the season. So it is much worse. We'll see how that pans out. But who's your player to watch in that Midwest? My player to watch is Trey Young. I think he can make plays on the floor, but I think more so you can watch him because he can turn the ball over quite a bit. So he's an exciting player to watch, and. The more he grows, I think he could be an excellent NBA talent. I really think he can be great in the NBA. I just their supporting cast is just just yeah. not good enough, yep. and he just doesn't have the help. Well, maybe they don't get the touches they deserve. He does lead the league in assists. Yeah, yeah, you can say that. Yeah, but he leads the league in turnovers as well, or like not the league, but the, the NCAA. Yeah. Okay. Contrary note, I'm going to pick someone who I think is going to okay. make a deep run. Okay. Devonte Graham, point guard for Kansas. Okay. Guy's been there for four years, Kevin. All he's done he's is Frank just Mason type he's player. a really he's a real Frank Mason, Mario Chalmers, just Kansas point guard. Throwing it back, Kansas, Kansas legends. Kansas point guard who's just going to play great defense. He's gonna hit big shots, and he's just gonna do everything you need. He doesn't he he leads. He's like third top five. He's top five in the country in minutes played per game. He just he stays on the floor. Doesn't get tired. Great player. He's been in college basketball for years. One of those guys that's been there forever. Here's a fun note about Trey Young. He has the third most turnovers ever in Division One basketball. No way. Yeah. That's a fun, that's a fun fact. Kevin. Yeah, I know. Thank Let's you. move on to the West region here. Yeah. West. Okay. We can do West. We can do West. You can just shuffle around your notes shuffle a little bit. Shuffle around the notes. Not the end of the world. In the West region, this region holds the weakest number one seed, in my opinion. Michigan comes into the tournament in the West region as the hottest team in the tournament. They've won nine of their last ten. And Xavier will have immediate threats right away uh, in Missouri. 6'10", Michael Porter Jr., so that's, mm-hmm. there you go. And, again, with that, Ohio State has a potential to be an early out as a number five seed, so those are just some things to watch in the West region. Yeah, Kevin, and the West, my pick to win it is Michigan, and yours is, mm-hmm. yours is Michigan. Michigan, Michigan as well. As well. In, I think the strategy with both me and you here, since we have the same pick, is just riding the hot hand, and Michigan, Michigan's a team that can beat teams in many different ways. And and whoa, they just spread the floor out. They can shoot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. they can shoot. They've got bigs that can shoot. They've got great guard play. It's their defense is playing better. John Beeline is a great coach. I love Michigan in this tournament. Um, Wyatt, I think I said this on last year's podcast, but it's similar to UConn in, in 2011. 
you ride the hot hand. And I think I went with Michigan last year because they were hot, and they got knocked out in the Sweet 16, I believe. So I'm doing it again. I'm riding the hot hand. I still believe in it. Live or die. Live and die by the. By, I will live and die by the uh, by the hot hand. So I'm going to Michigan in the West Region. Why? Who's your hot matchup? In some the hot, West region. Some hot matchups. I don't like many of the first rounders because mm-hmm. just I just don't like a lot of the teams in this region. But some potential ones. Again, that's just speculation. But UNC Michigan, which would happen um, if I checked that. It would, I think it would happen in the Sweet 16. UNC. Yeah, it would happen in the Sweet yep. 16 here. And then when you look at Providence or sorry Ohio State Gonzaga, that possible second round matchup if both those teams advance. I think those are two very well coached teams. Two, two very good teams at that, and I think they can both they can both provide a good matchup for the fans. So you like Ohio State? I do like Ohio State. I like they they they, they showed oh, a lot of grit. A lot of I, I watch a lot of Big Ten, yeah. and they've showed a lot of defensive promise this year. And then I think if their offense falls, they have the talent to step up in the tournament. You watch a team enough, and you just get this preconceived notion about them, you watch them enough, mm-hmm. you will just say they're good, and you will say, wow, I'd, I'd like this team to win the tournament, and that's, that's where a lot of brackets come from. Um, my hot matchup is comes in the round of 64 again. It's Missouri against Florida State. Michael Porter, Jr., is the threat. If he plays to his potential, he was hurt a lot of the year, um, but if he plays to the way he can play, he's, he's, a, he's a lottery pick. He's a once-in-a-generational talent. I I think he can. He's a potential to be the best player of all time. Easily, he's six ten. He can score from anywhere. He's one of the. It's like Kevin Durant. It's like there's only once every so often that a player like that comes around that can is six ten, can handle the ball, can defend, and can shoot from anywhere, anywhere, can score from anywhere. So if he plays, I know he's coming off. A, he's coming off a back injury. Yeah, yep. And he's still rusty. No, he did not. He did not. So. There's always potential for him to play like he can, but I still have Missouri taking that game over over Absolutely Florida State. Definitely very dangerous mm-hmm. against Xavier in the second round. If Xavier does advance, we've never seen a number one seed go down in the first round, but we may see it this year. Florida State did beat North Carolina. Um, Florida, Florida State does have some good wins, just a lot of inconsistency, like exactly. a lot of teams in college basketball and this year. And they've, played, they've played in an excellent conference, and they've played teams like Virginia Close, and, but again, they didn't, on the contrary to Clemson, they didn't beat the teams they needed to beat. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Uh, we're going to go with, who? what upsets do you have? I, the only one I have in the first round, I think, is uh, Providence over okay. over uh, Texas A&M again. I really trust the Big East. The, the, they're battle-tested. Providence made a great run in the Big East tournament. We're playing Villanova so tough. Yeah. Very well-coached team. Love Ed Cooley. Um yeah, I just don't like Texas A&M that much either. I like I also like that's a good call. I also like Providence, but I also like San Diego State over Houston. Mm. And not only that, I like South Dakota State over Ohio State. Twelve's got to be to five. It's, it happens happens every year. Yeah, it will, gotta be to five. it will happen. All right, uh, who's your player to watch? I I think we talked about him a little bit, but mine is Michael Porter Jr. I really want. I'm really excited to see him see him go out there and play, and yeah, and you've got Michael Porter. Jr. I've got Michael Porter Jr. I also my player to watch also is the whole Michigan team. Okay. Um, because Michigan. Stars. Yeah. And I love Michigan, <laughs> and I have them to win, so I want to watch them. Okay. Okay. Next region, last one, final of the East. 
It is the East. Um, the Beast from the East. Villanova is the one seed, yes. Villanova has one of the easier paths to victory out of all the number one seeds, some have said. Uh, but they also have the number number two seeded in the region, Purdue, who has the whole package on a team with excellent guard play, Carson Edwards and Dakota Mathias. But the problem is putting together a whole game for Purdue. The Boilermakers definitely have final, final four potential. Um, they also got number five, West Virginia, in that region with the full court press, and they can be very, very dangerous. And Purdue was a team that played – Incredible basketball, sorry about that. But incredible basketball to start the year, and they really just just slowly declined towards the end. I really think they have one key player, Vincent Edwards, who's their wing. He's been dealing with an injury for the whole. He was dealing with it the whole Big Ten tournament. If he's at a hundred percent, that changes their team drastically. And I think they can they can be a Final Four team. They're a great great team. Great team. They've had a lot of great wins this year. They're deserving deserving of the two seed. Just fell into the map a little bit. Possible. Excellent matchups, Kevin, in this region is probably my what I'm projecting. As long as things fall into the line, second round, West Virginia, Wichita State. I think that's gonna be the best tournament game of the whole thing. I think it is. I really wow. do. I really do. I, there's West Virginia is so tough, and they're gonna press you, and they're going to yeah. they're going to yeah. just I like West grind it out all game. But Wichita State is just tough as nails. They've battle tested. They've got great players. Great players. They've got. Great bigs. They score when they need to, and they just hit big shots, and that's just what you need in a tournament team. And they they play defense. They can shoot. They get shots. They get the shots they need or they want when they need them. I mean, you look at West Virginia. They're one of my favorite tournament teams, along with Michigan. Um, I love teams that do the full court press. You look at VCU. They did that a couple of years ago. Mediocre team. I think they were a 12 seed or something, mm-hmm. and they came and made it to the Final Four. So you create havoc in the tournament like this. It's madness. It is madness. So you create havoc like that. Anything can happen. In West Virginia, they have the talent. They have what's the bald guy's name who's been there? Javon Carter. Javon, Javon Carter. Carter hits. He's been there for about 45. Just a years. shot maker. Just a shot maker. Um, um, who you got to win that? I got Villanova coming out. I think it's going to be really close. I really. I really could see that going either way. Purdue could get hot. I mean, there's so many teams that could get hot in that in that region. But I have West Virginia coming out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As far as upsets, again, the six and the three. Mm. I do not trust both Florida or Texas Tech. Texas Tech, their best well, player. Just so many teams. I think it's the third time I said this. Their best. These teams' best player has been dealing with injuries. Yeah. Our key players been dealing with injuries, and Texas Tech is going through that, and it's really really hurt them down the stretch of the year and then Florida is just inconsistent all year they they've had talent they've looked like a like a sweet 16 team but just have just lost a lot of bad teams in inexplicable ways Kevin but I can see both of those teams losing SF Austin's always in the tournament they Saint, are St. Bonaventure and they're always the number what are they 12 they're, they're, the, they're the 14 they're oh, always okay. there 12, 12 or 14, or 14 they yeah. always are and then you got St. Bonaventure who just beat UCLA last night in the play-in and they're they're looking like a good team they could beat Florida too so either of those are good good picks in my book my upset special is Marshall over Wichita State um, why'd I look I know you like Wichita State but I'm a big I like Marshall a lot they run the floor more than anyone in the country and they could leave Wichita State behind in the dust. They rank 12 in the nation in points per game, 84, and 11 in assists per game with 17. Who do you have to win that? Who do you have to win that region again, Kevin? West Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah. 
I like that pick. I like that pick because West Virginia is a team that's they always fall short, and I really feel I really like Bob Huggins as a coach, and they always fall short. But let's just see if they can. West Virginia's problem is always they can't get shots at the end of games, and they always start to run away from yeah. their offense, and they start to play hero ball, and then they just do ISO, 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 ISO. In their conference championship, what was, was did they play Kansas close? They did. It was a it was a close game most of it and Kansas ended up pulling away, but it's the same story when West Virginia ever plays Kansas. It's just Kansas always makes it. Yeah. In the yeah, conference it's just sad. It's just sad. Let's see West Virginia pull it out. Who's your favorite player in the East region? Uh I'm gonna go with Mikel Bridges on Villanova. Great wing. Can defend, can shoot, can he's just a do it all guy, glue guy. Glue yeah. guy I like to call him on on Villanova. My favorite player is our role player for a number eight seed in this region, and it's Virginia Tech. It's Justin Bibbs, because I think this guy, if he gets hot and Virginia Tech starts hitting the threes, which will be led by Justin, watch out. Virginia Tech, when they were playing, we've seen, when they were playing well, they can beat anyone, and they can beat anyone. And they beat, went into Virginia and beat them, and that was only one of their two losses. Who was Virginia's second loss to? I, don't, I have no idea. I don't even remember. But I'll get on you, that. you get on that, but... But the way Virginia Tech went in there and played so tough at, at uh, UVA, I think they can beat anyone. So look out for them against Villanova in the second round if they beat Colin Sexton and Alabama. So who is your final four, Kevin? Uh, mine, like I said before, just to recap, is Michigan, UVA, and then Villanova, MSU, Michigan State on the right side. Hold on. I'm looking for the Virginia. Okay. We'll look at that. We'll look at that later. Um, for my final four, coming out of the south, I have Arizona. Mm-hmm. Coming out of the west, I have Michigan. Yeah. Coming out of the east, I have West Virginia. And coming out of the wid- Midwest, I never said this one, so I have Michigan State. Good. So, my final four. Who do you got? Michigan State? Arizona, Michigan, West Virginia. West Virginia, and Michigan State. I have West Virginia over Michigan State and Michigan West over... West Virginia making a tournament run. Yeah. Wow. And Michigan over um, Arizona. So we got for me, it's Michigan and West Virginia in the national championship, and Break I've got down. Michigan. You got Michigan winning the whole winning thing. the national championship. I have the same as you. I've got Michigan over UVA in the final four, and then Villanova beating uh, beating Michigan State little voice crack there. And I got Michigan taking the whole thing. Just ride the hot end. Ride the hot end, like we always like to say, and that will conclude our first edition of the 2018 March Madness podcast. Thank you for joining us from DHS Press Network. This is DHSPress.com signing off.